Hey, Sujita, what have you been thinking about lately? How does cannabis affect the brain? What does it do to short-term memory? And scientifically speaking, which one is better for you, hash or skunk? Oh, that's cool. All this and more on today's episode of The S Word. Our paper today by Morgan et al. is called The Impact of Cannabidiol on the Acute Memory and Psychotomimetic Effects of Smoked Cannabis, Naturalistic Study. Or alternatively, looking at the effect of smoked cannabis, that's weed, with different concentrations of tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC, and cannabidiol, CBD, to see how it affects short-term memory. And we're never going to say those full names ever again. So first off, what's the difference between THC and CBD? So THC is psychoactive, whereas CBD is not. What this means is that THC can alter your sensory perceptions, making food taste better, your vision seem brighter, and time move differently. It can also alter your emotions in positive, such as calming and soothing ways, but also negative ways, like paranoia. CBD, however, doesn't play with your brain as much, and instead gives you a normal perception of the world with a mild, soothing, calming effect. The way I remember it, TH from THC is totally high. Nice. So another thing to remember is that different strains of cannabis have different amounts of THC and CBD. Skunk varieties have less CBD and hash varieties have more CBD. Oh, okay, I get it. So they are studying how THC and CBD affect memory. That makes sense to me. But what the heck do they mean by the psychotomimetic effects of smoked cannabis? That's weed. Psychotomimetic means relating to drugs that are psychoactive. So we already talked about how THC is psychoactive, But what the researchers really want to see is the effect CBD can have on the effects of THC. Okay, now on to the last part of the title, naturalistic study. What does that mean? It's all natural, baby. So usually in lab studies, variables and subjects are tightly controlled. But in this study, the participants were instructed to smoke whatever strain and however much weed they usually do to achieve their typical high and in the comfort of their homes. Then the researchers gathered their data from that. The lack of interference from the researchers makes it a naturalistic study. So if you're a researcher and you need to find 134 cannabis users, what do you do? Post an ad? Hang out around your local dispensary begging customers? Luring them into your white van with promises of candy? Yeah, actually, that's what they did. (laughs) They actually used snowball sampling. So this is a method where participants for a study are recruited by word of mouth. I tell Cheetah about cool study, she tells her friend Amy, etc. A pro of this method is that it gathers participants from populations that are usually hard to find. A con is that the sample will be non-random, which could cause a bias in the interpretation of the data. So then, does that mean that the findings may not be applicable to all cannabis users if all the participants in the study are very similar? Ding! Limitation alert! It does imply that, so this could be a limitation of the study. So let's get back to our lovely friends at the lab. What data did they gather? They determined how much CBD and THC was in each subject's strain, and how much CBD and THC was in their system. Then they administered acute or short-term memory tests, mood assessments, and psychosis assessments, both on the day the subjects were intoxicated and on a separate day when they were not. So I guess there's only one more question to ask. Cheetah, off to you. What, 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 What did they find? So what they found was really interesting. 
there are three main findings. First was whatever strain the participants chose to smoke, they all had the same THC levels in their saliva, but two distinct groups of CBD levels emerged, high and low. Finding number two was that for the low CBD group, their short-term memory got worse after smoking, but for the high CBD group, their memory stayed the same. And then finally, while both groups showed more anxiety when intoxicated, the low CBD group had an even higher rate of anxiety when intoxicated. And anxiety was never mentioned again. So sometimes scientists do that. They find lots of things in a study, but then they end up only talking about one or making a conclusion about one. So what was our conclusion? So the scientists concluded from this study that high CBD strains seem to have a protective effect on the acute memory loss usually caused by the THC present in all the strains. So Tia, how does CBD actually prevent acute memory impairment? So it's actually super cool. The way it works is that THC and CBD bind to the same receptor in the brain. In order to have an effect, they have to bind to the receptor. So when there's THC present and a low amount of CBD, THC can have a higher effect. When more CBD is present, like in our high CBD strains, it competes with the THC, and so THC binds less and has a lesser effect. Wow. Yeah. I was wondering, Sachita, do you have any red flags for this study? Any big red flags? Yes, Tia, I definitely have one big red flag. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is that the participants chose their own strains. So I did a little bit of digging and I compared the prices of hash, which is the high CBD cannabis, and skunk, the low CBD cannabis, and it turns out skunk is a lot cheaper. So do you think these financial factors could have anything to do with the performance on the memory tests? Ding! Limitation alert! Great catch, Judah. Amazing catch. A beautiful catch. Thank you. Thank so you. the real answer is maybe, maybe not. Limitations like these are called confounding variables. This means that there could be something else explaining the results we see. To wrap it up, just like a joint, we learned today that there may be good reason to swap out low CBD for a high CBD weed. That's cannabis. If you're hoping to keep that short-term memory popping. But also, it could just be a phenomenon observed in that small snowball sample, or just because of some deeper variable that we can't ever imagine. And that brings us to the end of our episode. Love, Love you! you.